And Giles Beckford is with me now. Kia ora Giles, the consumers are expecting inflation to fall, but it's still looking glum? Kia ora to you, Charlotte. Yes, in the latest ANZ Roy Morgan Consumer Confidence Survey, inflation expectations are down at their lowest level in more than two years, but consumers are decidedly still pessimistic about the outlook. The index uh, for the survey came down, uh, rose at one point in September, 86.4. Anything below 100 is pessimistic. Anything above, optimism. Inflation expectations down at 4.2%. That's the lowest since March 2021. But a net 32% of those surveyed think it's a bad time to buy a major household item. ANZ senior economist Miles Workman says, surprisingly, mortgage holders appear to feel better about their prospects than renters. I wouldn't say they're feeling good by any means, but we have a few questions here where households with a mortgage are actually reporting more optimistic results than households without one. So what's going on there? Well, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that the housing market has turned a corner. House prices are lifting once again, uh, and maybe that's dominating the impact on households. You know, higher mortgage rates are hurting, but higher house prices are supporting. Well, Miles Workman says those paying off a mortgage say their finances are in a better shape now compared with a year ago. And that's a bit of a surprise given high interest rates. The hospitality industry is in better heart after a year of being largely free of COVID restrictions. But it says high food and labour costs are eating into profits. Its tallied performance for the second quarter ended June, showing an overall growth rate of just under 10% on the same quarter a year ago, with a more meagre 0.3% increase in growth on the previous three months. Strongest growth seen in Queenstown, Southland, Tairafiti and the West Coast. The chief executive of the Restaurant Association, Marissa Bidwar, says the industry's mood is more optimistic, but the challenges remain. We're seeing customers um, still heading out to dine, which is great and encouraging. However, um, people have reduced their their average spend overall um, within our businesses. So with the rising cost of goods happening as well, that does put increasing pressure on um, the ability to do business. You know, we've seen some huge increases across the board. Um, with food items um, and wages as well. So this puts pressure on our businesses. Well, Marissa Bidwell says getting enough workers is still a problem for the industry. And she's renewed a call for a dedicated minister in the next government to look after the hospitality sector's interests. Well, there was one uh, company earnings report this morning. It came from the clothing retailer Hallenstein Glasson. Its full-year sales and profit rebounded strongly after last year's COVID hit result. The group's profit, and remembering that it runs the Glasson and Hallenstein's clothing chains, rose 25% to $32 million, and sales were up 17% to nearly $410 million. Nona Peltze has the details. The company says second-half sales were more challenging than the first half and the first eight weeks of the current financial year, nearly 6% behind the year earlier. Total sales rose on both sides of the Tasman, but online sales fell 18% as customers preferred to shop in-store after COVID restrictions were lifted. The company's New Zealand operations, Glasson's Women's Wear and Houndstein's Men's Clothing, had solid sales lifts and improved profits. The Glasson shops in Australia also increased sales, but profits were down as the business was charged for intercompany services provided from New Zealand. 
It says currency rates have been challenging, but it's maintained its profit margins through negotiating with suppliers and cutting freight costs, and says it's still looking for cost savings. Well, there would be merger activity in the health insurance sector. The Union Medical Benefits and Acuro Health Insurance Groups are proposing to transfer the Acuro insurance portfolio to Unimed and combine their resources and capabilities. The proposal, if approved by members and the Reserve Bank, would make Unimed the country's third largest medical insurer with nearly 10% of the market and more than 140,000 member customers. The heads of the two groups say the merger offers the prospect of greater value and better health services for members. Well, 26 past 12, let's have a look how the financial markets are faring as we come to the weekend. I'm joined by Andrew Atkinson of Jarden Securities. Kira to you, Andrew. Good afternoon, Giles. Well, it's been soggy weather. It's been soggy financial markets. How's the uh, last day of the trading week looking? Yeah, well, it's uh, it's been uh, much more positive uh, as opposed to the re- past week. Um, New Zealand NZX 50 is up 05 today uh, to 11,235. Holding that up is Sky City is up 2.63% to $1.95. Air New Zealand's up 1.37% to uh, $0.74. Ryman Healthcare is up 1.12% to $6.32. And Fish and Paykel Healthcare is up 1.04% to $21.43. Right, no Australia yet. Uh, they'll join us uh, next week. So straight into the currency. How's the Kiwi looking? Uh, the Kiwis uh, last traded at uh, fifty nine sixty two. Uh, the Aussie we are ninety two seventy five uh, against the pound forty eight eighty four uh, against the euro fifty six forty five uh, against the yen is eighty nine uh, and against the yen. Uh, against the CNY, sorry, uh, 4.35. Which gives us interest rates, oil and gold. Uh, the NZ three-month bank bill rate is 5.77. Uh, Brent crude last traded at 95.38. And gold is 18.65. Thank you very much. Andrew Atkinson from Jarden Securities. Time just to tell you. If you're a Christchurch council or city council ratepayer, you'll be pleased to hear that your port company, the Littleton Port Company, has uh, posted an unchanged full year profit, $18.9 million, although revenue was up about 12%. News and numbers updated for you at around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, and for the week, that's business. Kia ora.